welcome back to the Parenting Plus podcast. I'm your host, Diana. And I'm Paul. If you're new here, every episode we discuss a parenting topic and a different TV show that we have watched. And as a disclaimer, there will be a part where we give a spoiler warning. So don't worry if it's a show you haven't seen. Maybe we'll put you on. So you might have heard of Paramount Plus. You might have heard of Disney Plus. We are Parenting Plus, where we are raising Ali and watching TV. Before we get started, Paul, can you tell us who is Ali? Ali, that's the wonderful kiddo who is just now discovering how to point to his nose, his hair, his tummy, and his his uh, mouth. He's uh, he's discovering his hands, and that he can uh he can sign to us that he wants milk. Kid is awesome. Yes, love love that kid. Love that kid. So today we're going to do something a little bit different. Instead of a contained and specific parenting topic, we're going to do a bit of a Q&A that we got uh, from social media. So we asked our followers on Instagram to submit some questions and we got a lot of good ones. So we want to answer that. And for our TV show, we're going to be talking about The Last of Us on HBO. So let's get into it. You ready, Paul? I'm ready. Let's get into it. All right, so I'm gonna start with some. I'm gonna start with some easy questions, some fun ones, and then we're gonna get deep because there's some good questions here. <laughs> nah, let's go straight hard nah, from nah, the nah. from the jump. Let's let's ease into it. Okay, okay. Uh so let's start with this one. Um, what is your favorite song right now? Wow! Oh, <laughs> you just went straight into it. Oh, okay, that's what you told me you were going to do. Do you have your favorite song ready? Um, I've been listening to a lot of Omar Apollo, Ooh. so I would say that my favorite song right now is, is Omar Apollo, Three Boys, even though I don't know what that song's about. I don't know if it's about an open relationship or what, but it sounds pretty, so I like it. Damn, that, that is a really good song. And yeah, you put me onto that. I had, I think I'd heard it, but then you played it again and I was like, oh, this is really good. I am going to go, okay, title the creator just dropped a deluxe edition of call me if you get lost and it's like five new songs all of them are really good i'm gonna go with sorry not sorry it's like and the video is great shout out to ida who sent it to me it's a like it's basically like him going through all of his eras it's it's really cool so check this song out it's good that's funny because ida sent that question really (laughs) wow i passed i love it i love it all right, next question. Would you rather spend a day with Kelly and Ryan from The Office <laughs> or Michael and Jan from The Office? Okay, I know my answer. Do you know yours? Okay, so I'm going with Kelly and Ryan. Both would be insufferable, just to say. But Kelly and Ryan would leave me the F alone and just be arguing and bickering with each other and making up and stuff. They would not care about my presence at all. Jan and Michael, on the other hand, the entire time would be trying to entertain me and would be the most stressful, excruciating thing. What would you choose? I I see where you're coming from, but I I don't think I could do the PDA with uh with Kelly and Ryan just always making out behind Toby's office cubicle and stuff. So I it would be rough. I would probably I would I would regret it, but I would pick Michael and Jan actually. I would regret it. That's that's bad. That's bad. I know. I know. Next one. Um, 
What are some favorite memories on trips that you've been to together? Wow. I'm sorry because I feel like we can't talk about the trips we've taken together without talking about how much, how Don't cheap, how cheap <laughs> we are. Because, okay, let's, let's, let's run through the places we've been to. Okay. We've been yeah. to New York mm -hmm. together, like the trips yes. we've taken. We've been to New York. We've been to San Diego. We've been to Big Bear. Yeah. We've been to Sylvain. We've been to Palm Springs. New Orleans. And we've been to New Orleans. That's pretty much it, right? Yes. Yeah. But now give the stipulation. We realized, I forgot at what point in one of our trips that every time we go somewhere, we're like, like 15 minutes away from said place just to save <laughs> probably like $15. So Worth we, every dollar. We quickly realized that. Yes, we've been to San Diego, but we stayed like San Diego adjacent. We've been to Big Bear, but we stayed like Big Bear adjacent. Palm so, Springs adjacent. Yes. When we went to New York, it was for free. Shout out to Ethan who let us stay at his place. <laughs> and Theo, yes. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, uh, favorite memory. I would say I, I really loved our New York trip. We went to New York for New Year's mm -hmm. circa, what, 2017 or something around there. Um. And it was really fun. I have a lot of good friends in New York City. I love the food. I love finding some good Dominican food in New York City. So I love that trip. Yes. Um, lots of highs, lots of lows. Lows being it was like one of the coldest winters ever. Um, I remember walking on the high line thinking that was going to be cute and romantic in 20 degree weather. And we literally have to stop at Uniqlo because I needed to buy another pair of pants. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. Yeah. Yes. Also, the place where we said I love you to each other for the first time. Yes, that was the first time that we said the L word. Mm -hmm. So actually, yeah, that's a good segue to the next question. And I'm going to let you I'm going to let you answer this one. Ready? Oh, no. The question. This came from multiple people. How did y'all meet? All right. So check it out. Check it out. Let, let's hear it. So, you know, we worked together. You know, I first laid eyes on you after when, you know, my first week of the job, you were on a trip. You came back from the trip, a work trip, came back. Everybody's like, oh, you got to be Diana, Diana. You know, Diana comes through. I'm like, oh, Diana, she she run this place. That's, you know, she she's super cool, super dope. We become friends over time. And then we start, you know, hanging out, you know, doing lunch and stuff for work and then hang out outside of work. And I I definitely was, you know, like. What? What? Showing vibes. And then one day you asked me, like, what, what is this? Like, do you like me? And I was like, ah, you know, we're just friends. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> big this mistake. Is true. Huge. This is true. All the listeners out there. This is true. Paul broke my heart. Huge L, huge L. And you did not talk to me for approximately two weeks. Yes, I'm a Sagittarius. I ghost. And it was, I was devastated and I was like, why do I feel this way? And I was like, wow, I really do like you. And I was like, I just make the biggest L of my life and I need to turn that L into love. But, <laughs> but, um, you know, I worked my way back into your little heart. Um, I took you you know, we, we eventually became work friends again. So we were like, cool. But you didn't know that at that point, I was like, I'm not just trying to be cool no more. I'm trying to like ask this girl out. Um, 
And when your guard was down, I was like, hey, yo, so like, what are you doing this weekend? You did no, not no, sound no, no, that no, smooth no, no. Okay. at all. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So obviously I was super nervous and you're just like, why are you acting weird? Why are you acting funny? Why are you walking like that? And then you kept asking me like, hey, what are you doing this weekend? Just like casually, like, you know, just as anybody would ask, like, oh, what are you doing? And I kept avoiding the questions and you're like, you never answered the question. And I was like, well, actually, I want to ask you on a date. And you're like, why, why? <laughs> what are you talking about? Why? Um, I also told you this while we were on the way back from lunch strategically so you couldn't go anywhere <laughs> because I knew that if I asked you like at work you were just immediately been been gone for the next 36 days yep and I made a little scavenger hunt for you and yes and then you had a little scavenger hunt ready for me at work it was cute it was like Drake lyrics and I had to like find different clues and spell something and then it had like a a prize or a note at the end like will you go on a date with me or something but Moral of the story is you broke my little heart. I was like, wow, like this. Let me let me tell you what the signs were because I was not tripping. And this is a message to anyone that like maybe is going through heartbreak or, you know, tough situations with a significant other. Sometimes they just they 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 come around. But anyway, Paul used to make music mixes still does but would like to make music mixes so he made me a music mix for valentine's day what's more romantic than that are you kidding me granted it was sad songs because we bonded over how we like sad music but anyway i was like man he made me a music mix for valentine's day like i think he i don't know like does he want to be more than friends and then he invited me to go see a play with his parents he's like hey do you want to go see this play we have an extra tickets me and my parents and i was like who invites like what dude invites a girl to to go on a uh to go see a play with his parents i was like oh my god like what and then finally i was like hey like because i was like you know catching feelings how could a girl not be catching feelings so i was like hey like um what is this like did you give did no you you were like hey do you think that i like made you that mix as something more than friends and i was like well if i'm being honest like yeah and then you're like well I didn't. <laughs> you were like, I just want to be friends. I and do I was not recall like, that account of events. I was like, okay. I was like, okay. Okay. Say less. And I still had to drive you home that ugh, that day. I was pissed. D- dropped him off and I vowed. I was like, I'm never speaking to him again. Ever. Even though I had to see him at work. But I was still never going to talk to him at work. And look at you now. Got you Whatever. Nah, you had to. You had to work for that. <laughs> I did. I did. Did I work hard enough? <laughs> Yeah, I guess you did. <laughs> but yes, that is the story. And that's I, I also told that story in front of our parents uh, the day of our wedding mm. so they could know the origin story of this. But to all my kings out there, <laughs> don't don't go outside like me. J- just tell her how you feel, bro. Yes. Tell her how you feel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Next question. Next question. We'll still keep it light. Uh, what is a little known fact about y'all? Something that most people don't know. Oh, that's a good one. I don't, I don't know. That's hard. Do you, do you have an answer for that one? I mean, I don't know if this question was meant like individually, but I can think of something that I think is interesting about. It's a coincidence and it's interesting about both of us, but we both at different times studied abroad in Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. So I studied abroad in Cape Town, South Africa. I was there, I think, 2012, maybe? And when were you there? I think 2012 is a little early. I was there 2015. 
Yeah, maybe I was there 20, 2013 or something. But let me scratch it. Yeah, so I think this is kind of interesting about us. We both, at different points, uh, not together, but at different points, we both studied abroad in Cape Town, South Africa. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember us talking about that at work and then also bonding over the fact that we went to small liberal arts schools. So it was like, what? We went to these schools and also studied abroad in Cape Town? Like, Yeah, like I think I was there two years before you were but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but that's pretty i think that's pretty a little known fact and a nice co- like coincidence i like that yeah. yeah yeah all right next question paul when this was directed at paul specifically paul okay, okay. you got fans paul when are we getting a new mood ring playlist and for those that don't know tell us tell us what mood ring radio is yeah, I don't know about movie radio. Come on, you sleep and you sleep. Shout out all my moodies. I don't even know that. No, that's not a thing. But Mood Ring Radio is a project that I created um, where I would talk about a mood and make a mix for that mood. So um, originally, I mean, which was also co-inspired by you because the first Mood Ring mix that I made was called Mood Ring Pink, symbolizing the color of my mood ring of what it would have been in the moment that I was crushing on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, See, he, he redeemed himself after he broke my heart. Look, he made look, another mix. Just saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bounced back. I bounced back. Um, but yeah, so I made that mix and then I was like, I want to keep doing this. So what I started doing was interviewing friends, asking them to give me a mood that they were feeling and then some music that they feel in that mood. And I made them a mix so um it started as the first podcast that i made um which is still um up on apple podcast if you want to check it out um and i haven't made anything for moodering in a while so i've kind of put it on hiatus for the time being now that ali is here um i've just you know my priorities have shifted a little bit and then also at the start of the pandemic um it was a little bit harder to you know schedule interviews and wanted to just be safe and keep others safe so um i put that on hiatus for a little bit but every now and then i'll dip back into it and create something so when is the next thing being created um that's hard to say well i will say <laughs> you just interviewed yourself <laughs> shut up Shut up. Hey, look, you know, sometimes i gotta dip back into that interviewing bag you feel get me? it get it by all means get it i can't stand you so i hate you so much keep going keep going oh my god so (laughs) what are you gonna make next paul great question paul somebody's gotta interview me um so up on the horizon every year i do a sad summer mix i can't shut up i'm trying i'm over it's over it's over it's over go ahead go ahead go ahead so up next, I will be making a sad summer mix. I make one every year. So I'll be making a sad summer project. Um, aside from that, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll drop something here and there. Eventually, I do want to get back into doing events. I really, you know, had a good time. The The anniversary parties I would throw for the first two years. Um, but, you know, we'll bounce back. But more, more mood ring things to come. But, you know, we'll see it when we see it. Yes, we love we love Mood Ring Radio here. We love it. So transitioning from Mood Ring Radio, I mean, that's the reason we started this podcast because you already had one, the podcast equipment, two, the podcast podcast skills. 
Um, so we're like, okay, let's just do it now. But I does this. Yes. So um, this next question is about our podcast. Uh, how has doing this podcast together brought you two together as a couple? Mm, that's a really good question. For me, it's really let's just lean into that quality time, which is my love language. I think both of ours too. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, our time is so limited, you know, stretched thin um, in terms of like the time we spend with just each other. Um, and obviously like Ali is his beautiful blessing. And, you know, sometimes we also like, you know, want to be able to hang out with each other. So um, it's been great to be able to have that space to do that. And at the same time, we're processing in real time, our parenting, our, you know, parenting journey, our pregnancy, like all of those things that sometimes it's like when you're just in the moment, like we don't necessarily have time to, to unpack that. So for me, it's like brought us closer because we just literally get to talk about all the time we already spend together. And, um, for me, it's just, you know, helped us grow closer. Yeah. And I, I've never considered myself like a creative person, but I feel like doing this makes me feel like we're creating together like it's a passion project of a of of both of ours so it i definitely feel like it's brought us closer together and i it's even though every other day i'm like oh i can't do this anymore nobody's listening but (laughs) i'm like no we're gonna stick it through because we appreciate those who do and that's you right now listening so thank you exactly and you don't know how much it means when y'all tell us like oh i liked this episode like every time one of us one of y'all sends us a text about listening like it makes us that much more motivated to keep doing it so we appreciate all the love you've shown all right let's do maybe i think we're, we're gonna have to do a part two we're gonna have to do a part two because there's so many questions regarding parenting these were just like to get to know us a little bit more so we're gonna do a part two but let's let's leave this conversation with last two quick ones so one um if y'all had to move abroad where would you move oh i mean the only place i've been abroad is south africa so i mean yeah we can go there i mean i've been to europe but i ain't, I ain't trying to live in berlin you're not trying to go back to the colonizers nah be nah be <laughs> what you got but yeah i like that question i like that question um this is the last one we'll leave it here for today pretend you're a baseball player what is your walk-up song that would have to be my second favorite song of all time international players anthem by oh. UGK and Outcast. he a player okay no, no 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 okay so first of all first of all the song is literally about someone who ain't a player no more because he found the one okay so you used to be a player that that's about somebody else interesting that's about somebody else but hey did i not find the one did i not find the one okay touche okay and, and you what you got I would usually, I think I would pick Chambea by Bad Bunny, mm. but we're mad at him right now. The girlies are mad at him. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I This is so random, <laughs> but I would pick um, Bay by OT Genesis. I <laughs> <laughs> look like Bay. Yeah. That's right. I love that. That's right. So we'll leave it there for today. I'll pass it over to you, Paul, to talk about our TV segment let's get it and um yeah for future segments of questions keep on sitting them. maybe we'll make this a recurring thing definitely got to do a part two though definitely got to do a part two for sure part two coming soon all right so it is now time to get into the last of us 
All right. So before we get into The Last of Us, Diana, can you please give us a synopsis for those who don't know about the show? All right. The Last of Us is an American post-apocalyptic drama television series. Based on the 2013 video game developed by Naughty Dog, the series is set in, a, in 2023, 23 years into a pandemic caused by a mass fungal infection, which causes its hosts to transform into zombie-like creatures and collapses society. The series follows Joel, a smuggler, tasked with escorting the immune teenager Ellie across a post-apocalyptic United States. All right, let's get into The Last of Us. But first, you ready to hear a dad joke? A dad joke related to The Last of Us? You remember how the oh, Ellie was really had into puns? puns yeah. The book of puns? Okay. You ready for one? Sure. Okay, why are sprinters always hungry? Why? Because they fast. All right, now let's get into a much grimmer subject, which so is now zombies. So now we know. Now we know you would be Ellie and I would be Joel. That's right. I'm cranky Joel, and you're <laughs> you're Ellie with a book of puns. Mm. So let's get into The Last of Us. First impressions. What did you think of the show? Was this even a show that you thought that you would be into? Tell us how you kind of walked into it. I mean, no. I after the episode one, I was even hesitant to watch episode one, but I was like. After watching episode one, I was like, I'm not going to watch this show. Like, I'm not. I, I was like, you you go ahead and you have fun with that. You know, HBO Sundays, it has me in a chokehold. I can't lie. Anything that comes on on HBO Sundays, we're usually watching. So, yeah, I couldn't. And it, it wasn't as much the zombies as it was just like the depressive nature of what a. I mean, first of all, when I heard it was a pandemic, I was like, Mm-mm, too soon. But then it was like a fungus. So I was like, OK, OK, fine. Um, but just the grim, depressive nature of what a post-apocalyptic United States could be was like, I can't do this. It's not my cup of tea at all. But I decided to stick with it just for the the storytelling aspect of it. Um, and I'm glad I did. I'm definitely glad I did. What were your first impressions? Did you play the game or know anything about the game? Knew nothing about the game. I mean, I'd heard of it, but I'm not a big gamer, so... Um, you know, I just feel the FOMO of like everybody playing it and talking about it, but I have no idea. But all I've heard was that the game had such an amazing story. So I was like, yeah, I'm definitely going to check this show out. But I also expected you to not be into it at all. So I was expecting to go in solo dolo, you know, but I was so glad that you watched it with me, had all the feels because, you know, it's tough. It's tough for sure. But yeah, usually we go through, we talk about some favorite characters, but I think this show warrants... A conversation going episode by episode. Let's let's do it. I think I think we got to do that. Okay, we got nine episodes. Let's do like a speed round of each one. Thoughts, you know, feelings taken away from each one. And now that we're getting into the episodes, got to do a mandatory spoiler warning. Oh, so, for sure. So if you have not yet watched The Last of Us, please check it out and then come back and listen to the pod because there's a lot of things that are better left unspoiled. So. Let's get into it. Okay, episode one. Hit us like a ton of bricks. We start in, um, we get a flashback of what life was like before the the pandemic hits. Um, we get Joel having his time with his daughter and losing his daughter by the end of that episode. It was just ugh, heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. That I was like, I can't do this. A show about yeah. parents losing their children. 
no and also the first like people turning into zombies too scary for me way too scary yeah had to close my eyes a couple times this was a great preview of one of the things i liked most about the show was the world before or mm-hmm. world right after things hit and people taking that all in yeah i wish we had seen more of that for sure yeah so i hope in season two they do more flashbacks yeah like i would definitely watch a, a prequel or something yep so episode two episode two is them going into the museum and then things just go down from there so so by now we know that ellie is someone who seems to be immune and now they task joel and his his uh bay tess to transport her right across the country to a group of fireflies which are like the rebels and see if they can find a cure because of her and lose somebody again episode two tess i think this episode was like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna keep watching because one the cinematography was amazing right they're supposed yeah. to, they're in boston yeah and everything just looks so dull and dep- and just it it, it looks great obviously mm-hmm. what it represents is ho- horrible but here is tess who we think is gonna be like a main character for the rest of the show boom clapped dead cool dunzo so we we lose them episode three i mean so episode two tess is yeah episode two tess is already gone then we get to a real change of pace we get the story of bill and frank they meet each other they fall in love they have this whole story and the entire time we know that ellie and joel are on their way to go find bill and frank of course by the end of that episode they're goners right what did you think of that episode um i really liked it i think it was it was a really i i like that it was a change of pace um and i think it was just like a, a great aspect of like the world within this world i guess like people trying to build something that shouldn't be able to take place in this desolate bleak world so um i liked it i like my boy ron swanson you know uh doing his thing in it but I, I don't know. What, what, did you like it as much as I did? What do you think of the performances? I think it was a good... I think the my first uh, reaction was like, wow, that was a good episode. But the rest of the show was so good that looking back, that episode for me was just like, oh, it was okay. I know some people love it. It was like the greatest episode of the season, of the show, of TV. Like a lot of people really like it. And I just think it was... It was I. Right. <laughs> I liked it. it. I thought it was really good in the moment. I still think it's really good, but... I think the sh- it's a testament to how good the show is that it kept on growing and building from there. Yeah. And also like Ron Swanson, he was a doomsday prepper. Definitely a second <laughs> amendment kind of guy, you know, yep. I was like, I can't, I can't, but I like the other dude from uh white Lotus season one. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So it was good. It was sad. It definitely was. It was. Did I cry? Probably, huh? Probably. Probably. I mean, it just pulled on the heartstrings and it was sad, but it was also like heartfelt in a different way than just tragic, you know? Yeah. It was something real. So really good episode. The next episode, episode four. So that this is the episode where they get to Kansas City and they meet a girl who's in yellow jackets and yeah, Kansas City. They, they, they have the revolution there, but it's also wild over there too. Yeah, I well first I just gotta say this. Like they really had my man's Joel walking 
from Boston to Kansas City in some 501 Levi <laughs> jeans. Like, I just feel so bad for the man. Uh, the like, relaxed jeans. <laughs> like, they couldn't have put him in some cargo pants or something. A little more comfortable, you know? Like, have you ever hiked in 501 jean Wranglers? Nah, I could, not, not with the Wranglers, nah. But like, Joel don't look like a man who who looks for comfort, though, you know? But, bro, he been walking for days, weeks on end. <laughs> I could not get over the fact that he was wearing jeans. But anyway, anyway, yeah, Kansas City episode. I feel like there was so much to unpack there. Like, I, that, whatever happened in Kansas City could have been its own, could be its own spinoff series itself. It's like, what happens when people actually achieve revolution what does um, accountability look like? Is it accountability? Is it revenge? Like, how do they consolidate power? Mm-hmm. I thought it was fascinating. Who is fit to lead a revolution? Exactly, exactly. This whole concept of morality is like, to do two wrongs make a right? Now that all those people, all the federal soldiers that wronged us, what do we do with them? I thought it was so great. That episode was really good. I, I actually didn't love that episode, but I think it was because of how much we didn't get to see. Well, I'll say I'll say I love what it set up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. love what it set up, which brings us to the next episode, which I think is the best episode of the entire show. <sighs> this is talk about heartstrings. Like I was at the edge of my seat the entire episode. So that episode in Kansas City ends with Henry and Sam standing over our our protagonist got the blammers on him ready to fire him up so we meet henry and sam they reveal themselves as the, as the people who are being hunted down by the revolutionaries who've taken over the qz in mm-hmm. kansas city and basically they're like all right we're in this together let's both break out of this city we're both we're now the most wanted people here Tell us about the, the the journey that this episode oh, was. Oh, man, man. Like, you cannot help but root for Sam and Henry. Like, oh, that little boy acted so good. I mean, they both did. But that boy, is he's deaf. He was signing. He's like, I don't know, 12 years old, if anything, mm-hmm. acting his butt off. Like, wow. I was so just, wow. But, of course, it's like, the will they make it out of Kansas City? Will they not? And the whole time, I was like, I please, please, please make it out alive. Like, please. I was like, just join Joel and Ellie, please. And by the end, by maybe the last 10 minutes of the of the show, of the episode, I mean, the intense last 10 minutes, I was so mad at kathleen and the revolutionaries i was like i cannot with them like i'd rather that the zombies come out and harm whoever they need to harm but do not let henry and sam fall into the hands of this lady i was like i cannot i cannot my heart cannot take that i could take the zombies i cannot take her and this was the first episode we see a bloated which is the big zombies that like their whole body is covered in the fungus armor whatever like real like yeah them things are scary so it was it was a like and we got that scene of like the horde coming out of the ground yeah. like this was terrifying yeah and then the and then the end <sighs> the ending of that episode was so freaking sad it's like you know that no one's gonna have a happy ending but just the way it goes down oh it's so unbelievable wow if yeah. just wow that one was tough it that was one was tough. tough. Like uh, we had we had to watch the um, 
you know, HBO has the behind the scenes little like two or three minute clip after the show showing how they filmed it or whatever. We had to watch it. We needed we needed to heal. We needed to see that those actors were still alive and well because it that episode broke us. Incredible episode, but so much on the heartstrings. So the next episode, Joel finally reunites with his brother and then finds out after all this time, his brother, brother who he was so worried about, has been fine living in this like ideal society and what, you know, the communism, most, communism, might we add, might we add the only place that seems like a real thriving society that we've seen in this whole entire world. So this was kind of the episode where Joel strays away from the mission of like, what he came to do and more and then realizes how much he cares about Ellie and wants to protect her, even though he doesn't feel that he's equipped to do that. And then we see Ellie make the decision. I don't care. I want you to be the one to take me. And we see them grow a little, little bit more of a bond. And that, that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the show. They're moving along, chugging along, and they finally get to this hospital that they've been, searching for in Colorado. And this is the episode where we really see Joel start to like break down, break that wall a little bit. Like he's letting Ellie in like this is, which Ellie was annoying. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. She was annoying, but go on. (laughs) She was doing a little too much. So, um, but yes, you know, the entire time she's just trying to make Joel crack a smile. And finally he's given her a little bit of something back. Like, He's showing that he actually cares for this girl. He's like joking around with her and things seem all gravy. They think they're going to make it to this destination that they've been waiting to get to all this time. And then by the end of the episode, Joel is stabbed by someone and keels over and we don't know what's going to happen next. We've already dealt with all this heartbreak. Now we got to deal with is Joel the next to go and mind you like i haven't played the game like neither of us know what happens beyond this story so we're just week to week we don't know what could happen um but instead of giving us an answer about what's going to happen with joel we get a flashback of ellie in qz before all of these events take place and tells us a story of her and riley her first love and her best friend who brought her to this abandoned mall revealed that she was a firefly and by the end of that episode of course we lose riley too yeah that was tough that was tough uh they didn't show it so i was like mm. I, I was i was left wanting I, I was left with questions like what happened what happened here but that was also an episode where we get to know more about life in in the qz and the schools or whatever that the kids go to ellie's an orphan so she's like in a school that's preparing her to be a federal soldier right um so that was an interesting flashback of course but i love the casting of uh of her love interest yes storm reed killed it uh, love her on euphoria too amazing performance and was just like another it's like incredible how many times this show can do this to us like make us care about a character and then take them away and we're actually like feeling something like it just speaks to how great the writing is how great the performances are just amazing stuff for sure so getting into our last two episodes so joel he's still down bad ellie has to find him some medicine because he's not looking great at all ellie comes across a society of people 
who looks like some real creepos and big creepos big creepos big yellow jackets energy if you've watched the show <laughs> you know what i mean and by like by the end of the episode joel recovers and has to go on a hunt to find ellie and we think that joel is going to come in and save the day but no ellie has to break out of this place and has to be the one to save herself and it is one of the most terrifying um aspects of this world which is that that the fact that it's not just the zombies that you got to worry about it's these, these six sadistic people in this world who like you know who want to bring harm to you and so ellie has this hugely hugely traumatic event and that f- seems to forever change her um and is something that she's not the same from this moment on but we also see oh, one of the most heartfelt moments of the show when joel embraces her and he just says i got you baby girl oh that line itself was after like ellie just escaped like the possibility of becoming like the dinner for people like cannibals yeah. And another layer of just evil with this man named David, which I thought was a really like, I don't know, it was a well, a well executed character there. Um, but yeah. also just awful, 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 awful. And of course, awful. you do expect Joel to come in through the doors and like save her and just that doesn't happen but yeah she does she is able to escape and that's when we the first time we see like joel treat her like a daughter yeah like it's okay baby girl Woo! that tears 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 so let's wrap it up with our final episode the finale what'd you think of the finale the finale should Joel have done it? Should he have saved Ellie or should he have let them try to find this cure? Tell me. Sheesh. Obviously, from there's there's two obvious answers and it just depends on like the perspective. Watching this show, yeah, he gonna go. He, he gotta go save Ellie. He can't. He cannot let Ellie go. From the objective perspective of what is more meaningful to the world, obviously, he should have let them do what they're gonna do. But we know Joel, and we know that that was never gonna be the case. <laughs> my thing was, my thing was, what hear was me out. In all of their journey months of getting her here of knowing this was a mission they both had to have contemplated the fact that like studying her and the ways that she's possibly immune or she could bring a cure for the world could potentially mean her sacrificing her life like there's no way that didn't cross their mind that's what that's what got me mad about the finale is like oh you're you get there and you're shocked that they're like oh the way that we can use her potentially is we have to see her brain so we have to remove her brain aka kill her they never thought about that like what did they think they were just gonna do some x-rays on her and find the cure like i was like i could not believe that after all of that they just he didn't give her the choice that's the thing he didn't give her a choice he didn't knowing damn well probably that if he gave her the choice ellie would have said just do it 
But who knows? Because they developed a bond. They did. But at the same time, Joel also, there were points where he just said to her, like, we don't got to do this. Like, we can go back. Yeah. And she was like, nah, we've been through too much to let this be all for nothing. You know? Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he really just lied to her forever. And she she has a feeling that he's lying. She knows. And he has to live with that and live with the guilt of knowing that she would have probably preferred you know, like, who wants to live in that world? I mean, they're going back to Wyoming, which wasn't that bad. But it could, at any second, it could go left real, real fast. So, ah, that was a, I thought that was a real selfish move on Joel's part. But after years of suffering, I think he felt like it was his time to be selfish. After finding a reason to live, which is yeah. Ellie. It, like, that's the reason. And he tells us that's the reason. Another heartbreaking line when she said, I guess time heals all. And he said, it's not time. It that wasn't did it. time that did it. Oh, oh man. The writing. The writing. Do you You're think. Kidding me. Okay. What awards do you think this show could potentially win? And that's my first question. Second question is, do you think The Last of Us ranks in terms of. The H- where do you think it ranks in terms of HBO shows? Current shows. Of all times. All times. I can't put it in the all-time discussion yet because we haven't seen it rock out. Okay, let fine. It do a thing. Currently. But, but I'm already... It's... I think it already has the potential to be because it started off so hot and it's been... Not only did it come in, come in hot, but it's been consistent. There was no low point like, uh, this, it doesn't still got it. Like every episode is like, nah, we still got it. And if you ever felt like it didn't, the next episode was like, yeah, no, they still got it. In terms of the current shows, I think the only show I put above it is Succession. It's the only show. That's it. What about uh, House of the Dragon? I... Honestly, I started House of the Dragon and I just didn't finish it. So like, you think The Last of Us is better than the Game of Thrones spinoff? Yes. Okay. Interesting. I think so. I mean, yeah, I'm just not invested in House of the Dragon. Like the way that I was immediately invested from episode one of The Last of Us, like I couldn't not know what's going to happen in that story. House of the Dragon, I'm like, I like the Game of Thrones. Like this show, House of the Dragon, like I, I don't think there's anything bad about it, but I'm also like, I'm not dying to know what happens next. You feel me? Like, yeah. I can do without it. But this story, I'm like, like, what's going to happen next? Like, Ellie is going to find out. She's going to have to confront him. Like, you know, or just this tension of like, there's something so unresolved in their relationship and it's not going to be the same. Like, yeah. I care about that in a way that is hard for me to be invested in other shows. So. For sure. Yeah. It's for sure. There. And also shout out to the fandom of people that play the game because I didn't see any spoilers. Shout out. Like what? I can't even avoid spoilers for Love is Blind. And there's a whole show. I mean, a whole show. Yeah. A whole game where everyone knows what, how it ends and what happens. And I didn't see not one spoiler. Right. Of The Last of Us. And it's been out for years. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all held it down. For sure. Much love. So let's wrap it up with a segment that we always have to do which is best babysitter worst babysitter where we decide who from the show that we're watching would be the best or worst babysitter have you thought about your selections yet i'm just gonna go off the dome let's take it off the dome okay so let's start with best babysitter and not joel because obviously you know 
Marlene said it herself, like you're like, it took me five men to get across here and, and we barely made it across the country alive. Joel takes Ellie, psh, job done. You feel me? Who would be the best babysitter from The Last of Us? You know what? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, who was the older brother? Sam or Henry? I'm going to go with Henry. Henry, that's the the older brother of Sam and Henry. He I had just yeah. so much love. Like he had love. He had love to give. He did. He did. Oh, so sad. Okay, who would you pick? Bro, I'm going with Tommy with with Joel's brother. And you know why? He know how to stay inside. <laughs> like, bro, the entire story of Joel was, where's my brother at? I can't reach my brother. He's living his best life. Brother He's said, making snowmen. Hey, bro, I'm on the low. My wife was like, yeah, I can't really be outside like that no more. Like, I I just, you know, I'm like, he know how to just keep it low key and chill. Like, he don't need too much. He got his little life together. Communism. Hey, that's that's who I'm going with. That's a good one. That's a good one. All right. Worst babysitter. So many to choose from. So many to choose from. But obviously, we cannot choose the ho- most horrible of the horribles. David, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna pick Kathleen. Oh, yeah, how she bad? She led the revolution and then she kept people alive for like three hours before everybody died. Like, come on, girly. She just she was just out for revenge. Like, mm-mm. pretty bad. I'm gonna go with all of Fedra. Like, they got whole whole schools of little kids training them to be cops. Mm-mm. Not mm-mm. up in here. Not mm-mm. up in here. So. Any last thoughts of The Last of Us before we wrap things up? Great show. Y'all got to check it out. All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode of Parenting Plus. Make sure you follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Parenting Plus Podcast. And we can't wait to catch you on the next one. Thanks for listening, y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening.